Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us Friday. Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming online at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. And if you're listening that way and you're registered with Listener Rewards, we're giving away cash prizes all month long in July, and you can also win access to an early digital screening of Radioactive starring Rosamund Pike. But I have to make a suggestion for people this weekend. Yes? Be careful <laughs> when you go into the water. I don't know what you'll find. Uh-oh. Don't scare me. Okay. I'm going to the lake. <laughs> 45 years ago, it was this weekend, Jaws came out. I saw it at the Skyway movie theater. I remember the theater. I saw it too. It was like when you, if you were around for 45 years ago to go to this, it was just, we'd never seen anything like it. Um, This is audio. I think, I can't remember if it's the Today Show or GMA, but they had, I think it's the Today Show right towards the end. They just kind of had, it was like full of all these little Juicy nuggets about Jaws and Richard Dreyfus, of course, who... You watch epic, this movie every year. I watch this movie every year. I absolutely... I haven't seen it in oh God. years. I love this movie. It's it so holds good. up. It's a classic. It, it, it And here we go. Okay. Let's listen to audio. It started with that moonlit swim. In a summer of fear. You gonna shut down the beaches on your own authority? Well, just off the coast, deep in the water, a score we never forget. You're going to need a bigger boat. A bigger boat, and as it turns out, a bigger box office. The thriller quickly chomping its way into history, first to haul in over $100 million, with then-27-year-old director Steven Spielberg at the helm. Jaws opened in the summer on a then-unheard-of 450 screens. And you know the term blockbuster that we now use all the time? Back then, it literally described the lines around the block. This movie was such a phenomenon that in 1976, it gave us one of the first movie-themed attractions here at Universal Studios, Hollywood, and even after all these years, this is still one of the studio favorites. Howdy, Bruce. That's right, the shark was nicknamed Bruce after Spielberg's lawyer, and there is a whole lot more about Jaws that you should know about. Who better to tell it than good old shark expert Matt Hooper, played by Richard Dreyfus? This is a movie that was started without a script, without a cast, and without a shark. And when they finally did get the mechanical shark in the water? That's a 20-footer. 25. Three tons on The shark that we built never worked. <laughs> and what you'd hear every day is, The shark is not working. And every day you heard that. The result, Spielberg had to improvise using the shark's absence to build suspense. And Richard Dreyfus can remember seeing the first time an audience watched him and Roy Scheider swim away. They started to applaud. They applauded throughout the entire crawl. And then they quieted down. They watched the end of the crawl. And then they did it again. And even now, 45 years later, Jaws still bringing thrills with that jagged grin. 
And of course, wow. Jaws became one of the biggest box office movies in June. The drive-in theaters were playing it. And mm-hmm. because oh, it was, geez. I mean, I just, I guess I didn't realize Blockbuster was used to invent sure. Jaws, that it literally went around the block. Did I didn't know that, know that either. No. Did I? And that's, that's funny. I mean, that's weird. And it makes sense at the same time. Right. But we, we, I guess I always thought it was just like a Hollywood term that had mm-hmm. been around, but, um, Anyway, so that movie uh, is 45 years old. So if you really want to feel like you've been around, just We had know an that. above ground, um, like three and a half foot deep pool. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember, I feel like it was my brother, John, me and my mom. And I feel like my little sister was too young, but I don't know. But I remember Being coming home and the pool would get algae in it. So you couldn't see the bottom. Right. Because we'd... Oh, we were always in that damn pool and doing whirlpools and stuff. And um, and then I couldn't go in. Yeah. At all. I know. Not even for, I'd take the skimmer, the leaves skimmer, and try to find find the shark in there. I mean, it really changed. And talk about it. a wonder kid, Steven Spielberg, 27. No script, no actors, no anything. And that movie does work because, like, you couldn't see it in the audio clip, obviously, that we're showing you. But, like, when the two, uh, you know, kind of older dudes go to fish off that pier and they've got, like, chum that they're using and the one guy actually, you know, somehow gets the the shark and mm-hmm. the the rope starts going and so you don't see it a lot right. and it's all done with music and yeah. but i didn't know it was because the shark was never working i think that's hysterical you yeah, yeah. we were supposed to see a lot more of the scary I shark did, yes I didn't and maybe know that. that movie works because we don't and it's just with the music and oh, it totally works because you don't see it i mean the, the jaws when you actually do, do see, see it the, it's kind of funny it's kind of funny i mean it's scary <laughs> but it is the tension of watching the camera sneak between people's legs in the yes. water and you hear the music and it's the, the tension and you know i jump every time that matt hooper is down looking in that whatever boat or whatever oh, sure. and the head falls oh. Oh, yeah. i jump every time even though i know it's going to happen Happen. It's anyway. something. Melissa Peterman is uh, says hi and happy birthday. Oh. She must be a Ju- July birthday as well. I think she is. I think she's in town, headed up to her lake place. Oh, nice. I know. Hey, by the way, you yes. guys, just speaking of Hollywood, do you know who we have not seen out and about since the Washington Post article came out about uh, about these two? A flarmus. Ben Affleck and Anna DeArmas have not been seen since the Washington Post did that whole little thing about... What did they do? I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know either. Oh, the Washington Post did this whole thing about... um, COVID walks? No, just about how Ben Affleck, he kind of, you know, like they're the, the one celebrity... They've paid attention to the fact that they are the one celebrity couple that is was being spotted... Everywhere. Every single day for like two months. Oh, we had yeah. two we months straight of walks, the cardboard cutout. So they just sort of wrote that it was an interesting phenomenon. And then they brought up when Ben Affleck was last so out loud, which was with J-Lo. And it was just sort of a really good, juicy, regurgitated piece of, of, of celebrity, celebrity tabloids of what's going on tied in with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, since that Washington Post article. I feel which, like he was shamed. 
Shame. <laughs> Shame. Or they're worried about Shame. the jinx or something, but they have not been seen anywhere. Oh, After right. we've seen them for weeks and weeks. Every day we see them. I was bored seeing and them for, on and, walks. And, 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 you know, and so maybe, you know, whatever. But they have not... Um, they're driving away from their home to go on walks to different areas of the of California. They're no longer calling the paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it wow. is. But anyway, I just said point that out. Thank you. Shame. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, man. All right, right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. I want right, to give. Woman. All right, people. <laughs> all right, listeners. I'm um, starting today is what the tenth. Ten. Starting the fifteenth. How quickly you forget. I know. Well, your birthday's tomorrow, and mm-hmm. that's the eleventh. I'm um, starting the fifteenth. Starbucks has announced it will require all customers wear face coverings if you go into their stores. Okay. Good. So that's a done thing. Um, I just want to, I read this, I don't know if this was in Twin Cities Business Journal or where, it, I got it from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, mm-hmm. and it talked about how um, how expensive the restaurant delivery fees are when you go through the services like Bite Squad or... I, I told you, you this told like me a this, month ago. But here's some of the numbers, okay? It's horrible. So Bite Squad is a Minneapolis-based um founded food delivery uh, service mm-hmm. it, and it um, was sold last year, I think, but they saw their profits grow by more than $1 million between March and May and their restaurant partners feel the pain because they charge some of the highest rates for the restaurants in a, of all of the right. or, or Uber bites or delivers. Or, yeah, I yeah. don't know what they all are, but yeah, so yeah. here's an example is that they charge between 25 to 35% of each sale. And um, while it's high, the pandemic, because the restaurants can't have anybody come in and sit in their restaurant where they would make money on liquor sales or on some other things, it's just yeah, killing the profit them. margin. So why, why do they work um, with them then? Because they don't have their own delivery service. Yeah. People, it's a it's a service. Yeah, okay. Their their whole thing was we take care of customers when they come here, not when they order on the phone. But some restaurants are getting savvy and starting their own delivery service to bring back furloughed, um, you know, Workers. employees. Right. So, so they don't have to pay. But they're taking big... so much money out of it. And full service restaurants run on an eight to 12 percent profit. That's it. When it's going well. So with Bite Squad taking 25 to 35 percent of its sales, mm-hmm. it's like selling happy hour two for ones all the time. Right. So I think we know that um, they the projection is, is that one out of five restaurants in the U.S. is permanently going to close as a result of covid. So if you have a chance, call the restaurants direct, find out if they can deliver. You know what I found, at least in your neighborhood restaurant or wherever your neighborhood is, that for going and picking it up, they've made it so so easy. easy. Everything is bagged up. You prepay ahead of time. I always have to remind Casey, don't forget to, you know, bring in a cash tip. Um, But they've made it easy for you to go pick it up. And I have to say that I don't know about you guys, but... For any of our takeouts that we've gotten, mm-hmm. it has all been within restaurants that are like two miles of our house. We're not right. like ordering from right. a place, 
in Minneapolis because I got to have something from some place. I just order in the about the two, three mile radius of our house and then we just go pick it up. Right. But mm-hmm. if other people don't have a good like my so, house, I'd, I would want to order outside my radius, but I don't do it. I've never done one of these things. Yeah. Um, I'm craving do chicken you wings. Either any of these bite squad or Uber Eats, or do you just go pick no, up? No, it's not for me. It's not worth it. I'll just go and pick it up because, like you, Lori, like I don't really order food out of a two or three mile radius, and you just order it online or you call, call. you call, and, and then you walk and you go get it. Yeah, and a lot of them deliver it out to your car. So I just want to encourage people. Our restaurants are suffering so much. Whatever you can do to get to go. Get it yourself. Or or buy, you know, a gift card if you can afford it. And don't use it for a while. You know, just buy it. And just to give just them cash to, flow. Yeah, just to give some cash flow so going. So anyway, and, and ask, do you have your own delivery service? Yeah. Maybe call and just ask. It doesn't take long. It's the same people that are Amazon, you know, has had this mega growth thing. We have everything that you can get on Amazon. You can get locally. You just have to do a little more work and call. Right. Quit being lazy, people. Our local businesses need your support. I just had to say that. I am glad that you're right. hammering I, that it home. It kind of bugs. I just am it so worried us. about not having anything local left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So um, I didn't know about this, but nine years ago tomorrow, Harrison Ford in 2001, um, actually, it would be much more longer than 919. I cut off the one. Okay. 19 years ago, Harrison Ford swooped down in his private helicopter to rescue a 13-year-old Utah Boy Scout by the name of Cody Clausen, who was lost in Yellowstone National Park. Does anyone remember this? Because all we think about him is his plane crash and being dangerous. I just think of him crashing on golf courses and being dangerous. Right, and highways and being dangerous. (laughs) He saved someone once. So I want us to put that in the record book. All right. Travel and Leisure. He's really flown for a long time. He really has. Travel and Leisure has awarded um, Grandview Lodge in the Brainerd Lakes area, mm-hmm. among one of the best resorts in their world's best resorts. Oh, um, really? Awards in 2020. It's on Gull Lake. I've never been here. You said you've been here. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've never been to Grandview Lodge, and it's a 750-acre golf spa resort. Overall score of like 87%. People love it. What but are some other places? Some other ones. Um, Deer Path Inn in Lake Forest, Illinois. Uh-huh. The Grand Hotel on Mackin Island, which I was just at a couple years ago. It's lovely. Hotel Iroquois on Mackin Island, another one. Mm-hmm. American Club in Col- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wisconsin. People love that. You know, that used to be a Playboy Club. Yes. Really? Yeah. 
Yes, Big Cedar Lodge in Ridgedale, Missouri, Grandview Lodge. It, it's gorgeous, too. It's gorgeous, and they have golf tournaments there, yeah. and it's a beautiful golf course. Mission Point, another Mackin Island. Oh. And the Sundra Inn and Spa in Wisconsin Dells. Nice. Yeah, so there's some there's some good ones. Okay, people, all of our people who like to use bigoted words and slurs, <laughs> they've all been canceled if you're a Scrabble player. player they're no longer allowed in like, the official Scrabble like, player book like what would that be? i have no idea probably the, things we don't want to say. say or just stuff that you could just spell i'm and, even thinking so, like howly or something what you know hawaiians call white people yeah, but that's or, a hawaiian word for right white, or, so well that all right i don't know what it word. would be it's for people who play like scrabble tournament stuff yes it's for them they're all pissed because like you maybe maybe uh, you used to be able to spell out uh you know like what <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would that's... be in there, but right. you know, I mean, I don't I know. I can't even think of, yeah, we don't want to I say that I can think of either. it, but yeah. we're slurs against uh, people's ethnicity or yep. so the mo- gender. Yeah, the North American um, Scrabble Players Association said Wednesday that they these words. They had to words, purge out, they had 260 bad, you 236. Know, wow, that's a uh-huh, lot. That is a lot. All right, now. Tell me, and the Scrabble people are mad, or just the bigoted Scrabble? Just the people? bigoted Scrabble okay. people. Um, there's a new flavor of Bushlight beer. Bushlight is kind of something I see my kids drinking. It's because they it's, have it, good deals on it. Always, yeah. always, always. Okay. That's been Bushlight's thing for. What years. do you think about this? Because you like Bud Light be, Lime. Yes, a lot. And a Bud I, Light Orange. And I love a summer shanty by Blueberry. The Greenbelt Blueberry is good. You like that? All right. So now they're going to do Bush Light Apple. What do you think? I would try it. I mean, apple cider. You know, right? it doesn't seem like that. Why hasn't somebody done it before now? Yeah, well, I feel like it's not much of a stretch. Stretch, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you can get the I mean, ciders that taste like I mean, that beer authentic cider. flavor of bush light. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay, so earlier in the show, I told you how um, they've done uh, a survey about who was drunk the most during COVID, during the beginning of COVID, when we were all before they, we were able to leave our homes and go to you know stores and stuff. Really, um, they said. American Addiction Centers polled 3,000 people in the first 11 weeks of the pandemic. We spent 172 hours of it drunk. That's seven full days plus four hours. It's just the average. Here are the 10 states that have been the drunkest since mid-March. And they must be looking at the spending. South Dakota is number one. New Mexico, number two. New Jersey, number three. Montana, number four. They weren't even locked down. Number five is Colorado. Minnesota is six. Wow. Connecticut comes before us. Minnesota six. Georgia. We beat Wisconsin. Wow. <laughs> They're not even on this list. <laughs> the ones that reported the lowest liquor sales, Nevada, Idaho, Kentucky, Utah. New Hampshire. It wasn't even on here in mm. Pennsylvania. Hmm. I know, right? Well, I do know that the liquor stores were if that. That was one thing that was open. Well, and it was also <laughs> like record sales. I know. Record sales. Record. To record. go along with, you know, bikes, record sales, yes. flowers when that opened, yes. gardening centers. But booze was the number one booze thing. Was, and booze and groceries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was going. I, now, I mean, I am really seriously wondering when am I going to eat all the stuff that's in my freezer? You guys, you were all in. Casey was all in at Costco. Oh, my God. Casey <laughs> ordered. He's like, bring no, it. Do you no. still have tamales? 
Uh, yes, I see. I, we're on working on our second like five pound bag. There's still some left. So, but I'll tell you what we ended up doing with a lot of the things that he bought. Giving them away when they were doing the midway. And I yeah. could still take them over a couple churches. Yes. All right. And so I sent Casey to Costco to buy stuff, and then I sent him to our basement. And I said, "Get, Get rid of stuff. all these 24 packs of." Stuff. Gatorade and soup and ramen and rice bowls. He was ready. So anyway, he was it protecting you. Good, yeah, you know, Dad. Good thing, but yeah, we're not going to eat all this stuff. Oh my gosh. All right, listen, we'll be right back. We'll do a little my time traffic. Oh, there's always so much music news on a Friday because that's the day for. Has it been about a year that we they switched to Friday releases? Instead of Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. It used to be Tuesdays for years and years, and maybe it's even been longer. Donnie Love would remember Someone else would tell us that. Yeah, because he, I remember, told us why it was Tuesday way back. I think it's been a few years since it's been a change. Uh Back in the day. Okay, everything just blurs together, don't you know? So, uh... Uh, I don't know where you want to start, Katy Perry okay. or the Unearth Rolling Stones. Okay, gems, let's whatever. start. Okay, so Katy Perry's new album, what is it called? Smiles. It's going to come out August no, 14th. That's the single. The single. What's the name of the, the album? The name of the album is I, Clown Nose. I don't know what the name of the album is. I don't know if we know. We just know it comes out August 14th. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing a clown nose on the cover, I believe. Very cute. Very yes, she cute. Is. So this is her new song, Smiles. All right, here we go. And Laurie, you so we've heard daisies. Smile. Well, you just wanted people to know in case they wanted, if they're going smiles, just that, you know. Oh, for crying out loud. You know. One up me. All right, Katy Perry finds out that she's Taylor Swift's ninth cousin. They're, that's not true. <laughs> she said, that's why we always fought like we're yeah, family. I know it. All right. But All I, right. I like that song. I do too. Well, I think. It sounds happy, and I liked her Daisy song too. And I kind of like her she's happy. Harley's in Hawaii song. Yeah. She's a good songwriter. She just got off track with that last album, kind of like Lady Gaga did with uh, Chromatica pop. Or, pop or Pop or whatever it was. Pop, oh, pop, pop. Art. pop. Art pop. Art pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we Would loved she, how she dressed. Yeah, but she admitted, you know, she was just like. Uh, I was more into dressing like a Trisket than I was into making music. Right. And you're not going. I mean, how can you consistently always. I mean, hit home runs. Yeah, you can't. I like that song though. I mean, she's gonna have a baby, and one day she'll have another big sold out tour. It's kind of cute the picture of her and uh, whatever his name is, Orlando. Yeah, Bloom and Bloomer. Yeah, walking down the beach, <laughs> and her ankles. I mean, she's ready to pop. I think her ankles look so swollen. Yeah, remember Jessica Simpson's foot. Oh my God! When well, she ooh. when she was ready, Holly posted the photo of her because she modeled a parish of true religion. Remember when those jeans were everything with yeah. the embellishment? I never got them, but yes, I do. Oh, Brett Michaels wore them all the Brett time. Michael wore them all the time. All the time, uh-huh. and we never bought. We any, bought Miss Me. Yeah, the Miss Me jeans. The not, they were kind of the knockoffs, knockoffs of it, less and, expensive. And I kind of felt like true religion did not. If you had any kind of a booty. It was kind of like for a teeny butt. A f- no, I, I feel like it, there wasn't much butt room in those. If you had hips or a butt, it was true religion was very unforgiving. Yes, that's very. what it was. Very, and, and we had both. Kind of like mm-hmm. sevens were when those first came out in the skinny jeans. I was like, who? What ass gets in these flat but, jeans? Yeah, 
No, I mean, they did, but they yeah. changed them. They changed them. Yes, I know that, but that mm-hmm. was like their the skeletal X-ray look. Why to I be always in. shop American Eagle jeans? They're affordable, and there's something that fits every booty. I, I like, like the Gap. Yeah, I do. like silver, and I like, like cut. Yeah, the KUT. Brand. Yeah, I That's like a the good cut. one because they get room for a butt. But anyway, the cut's got room for a butt. So, post Holly posted Jessica Simpson, but she said I've had these in my closet for 14 years, and and they look really cute on her, but. People were just like yelling at her that she got too thin now because oh please she doesn't drink anymore she t- and she works out and, and she it works makes out her feel good and, and you know she's forty and sometimes you do like have uh, she should have a great she body. was like heavy for like a lot of the thirties with having she three really babies. Wasn't. When that big mom thing, the mom jeans, the photo. Not not oh. that, but she's had three oh, children. Yeah, I'm just has. talking about in her 30s, she's been pregnant, nursing, not pregnant. I mean, you know, you're. Yeah. it's a lot of... Uh, when you don't drink a lot, you're not as puffy. Right. Yeah. yeah, she just looks like, that's all she looks like is just like she she's looks, running marathons yeah. or something. She looks great. It's yeah, like she, how we'd all look if we would stop drinking. Exactly. <laughs> you okay. Know, just saying. Okay, do you want to hear the I do. the unearth the the uh, the songs three songs from the Rolling Stones? Please, so, I don't know when they say something is newly unearthed. Does that mean the band unearthed it and decided to release it? Somebody actually found a, 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 a an eight by eight, you know, reel to reel in a closet, and found, I I never understand that. But this was when they were making goat's head soup. That there, I don't know when that album came out, early 70s oh, or something. I'm like, when does that make when? Okay, thank you. It's like so early it's from 70s. The 70s. Yeah, mm-hmm. early okay. 70s. So I don't know who unearthed it, but uh, Jimmy Page uh, is going to be, I don't, not on the song we're going to listen to because that one didn't really, it's a song called Scarlet. And the Rolling Stones are reissuing Goat's Head Soup with these three new tracks. So obviously they're not touring this year. Well, they yeah, and obviously the Stones have decided they could pass the muster and and uh, just play the music. All right, well, this is crisscross. This is the okay. only one we can listen to right now. Yeah, so that song, the Jimmy uh, uh, Page song called "Scarlet," and one other one, and Goat's Head Soup is really that album was known for the song Angie. Angie. But they love this album. The Rolling Stones love it, and they're issuing it with a 120-page book of photos. And I got you this for your birthday. Yeah, did you? I did. did. It's coming in the mail. Plus, you get four posters. I love that nod to their. I love it. Their older fans. I loved that album with the zipper that came down, sticky fingers, sticky fingers. I mean, think of the cool album covers. I mean, that zipper was everything. My friend Loretta D'Ambrosia and I were very (laughs) fascinated with that because we thought, okay, if we ever do get to unzip a boy's pants. Now we know how. Now we know how. Was there anything you could feel inside? (laughs) Do the one hand unzip, you know, we probably read about it. Like the one hand bra clip? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like maybe boys would practice like to undo a bra. Why didn't anyone make that album cover? Right, exactly. And then remember oh. the first time, like you wore a front hook a bra, bra, and a boy didn't was like fumbling around in the in back. The back. You're like, is in the front? It's in the front. No, I was really like, don't touch me. Trouble. Don't even come near me. I was in big trouble with the pull over bras. Because <laughs> 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 I wore them before the sports bra was invented. <laughs> it's 
called trainer. It's called the Barbie bra. <laughs> it was. Still wearing them all these years later. It's just pathetic. Okay, should we listen to... Because, um, Holly, I noticed you posted this one, too. And I... Um, it's Ryan Philippi and Reese Witherspoon's son, Deacon, is old enough to be doing like a Calvin Harris Diplo skill Rex thing where he's like producing and producing. Singing. Now he's not singing, no. okay. but he, this is his, um, uh, it's his debut single long run. And he got a Scottish singer, uh, by the name of Nina Nesbitt, um, to do the vocals, okay. but he's this, is what Calvin Harrison, yeah, you know, Diplo does. Okay, this track. Oh kind yeah, of, I like it. And, I like it a lot. And Deacon, I don't know how old he is. If he's like uh, eighteen, nineteen, I'm not sure. But he looks like such a perfect blend of Ryan Philippi and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Their older daughter Ava looks exactly like Reese, Reese but yeah. he kind he of. Is. He, he has a little bit of her and a little bit of him, and he's mm-hmm. really a good-looking kid. He's only mm, 17. Is that all he is? Wow. I mean, I think that song is really pretty I good. I do, too. I mean, it's some pretty-sounding strings. It kind of reminds me of, like, a Halsey song yeah. or something. So, Can that... I tell you a little Charlie Daniels story? Oh, please. Okay, so his last interview, which is going to air tonight on um, Fox, I believe, he sat down last month. And on Fox Nations, it's The Pursuit of John Rich. It was scheduled to air in August, but since he passed away, they're going to play it tonight. And he shared several stories about his earlier life. And this is a story from 1958, before he was a full-time musician. And um, he was 21 years old. And he said, I was working with a guy named Louis Frost, who trained him in... And he trained his dad in at whatever place this was. I I never got the idea of where it was. And um, the business was slowing down and he just started working there. And they were going to lay off the guy that trained him in who was black. And he said, we started slowing down and they were going to lay off um, Louis Frost and keep me. And he's like, "Uh, Louis knows 10 times more than I do. Uh, The only problem was it was 1958. He was black and I was white. And that made the decision. I was. They were comparing apples to oranges, and as to who did the job better, and why would the, you let him go? When I didn't know. When anything. I didn't know anything, <laughs> and and he said, "You know what? I quit. You've got the job. I'll play music. You can have my left." And he said he left, and Lewis stayed at the job until he retired. And he, Charlie Daniels, said that changed my whole life, and they had a friendship forever. Aww, that's a good story. I thought yeah. so too. My friends were talking about um, Marshall Tucker Band and how much oh, they, they loved him. Oh, they were so popular. In that, yeah. Oh, loved him. The Marshall Tucker Band was fun. I mean, that, they, they, were, they had some good they songs. They really did. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, uh, what are we going to Hollywood? Oh, Naked with a Handbag and a follow on Insta. What does it all mean? So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Just a couple days after Thandi Newton had an amazing interview with Vulture uh, magazine where she admitted all kinds of things like being scared of working with Tom and Tom Cruise. We're talking about Mission Impossible 2. He was so arrogant. 
And he didn't like he how tried, his... No, he tried super hard to be a nice person, <laughs> is the shady quote from that. Mm-hmm. And she also, you know, she she has zero Fs to give. I mean, yes. she talked about Eddie Murphy never showing up on Norbit. I mean, she's been in oh. Hollywood for a long time, yep. young actress. And she's just laying it all out. And I think that is a good thing Men to could be. get away with it. I don't think women could back that. No way. What? Being so awful on a set. Well, there's all kinds yeah. of examples of people being awful, yeah. uh, awful on sets. Um, go on, both tell sexes. Me but anyway, Katie Holmes um, immediately followed Tammy Newton on Insta. Mm-hmm. I love it. I do I too, because that so says she, so much without saying anything. Very much like how she was behaving uh, six years ago or mm-hmm. seven years ago when she got away from Tom. The first thing that started happening, remember? Smiling, ice cream, strolls through the park. And Holly, you weren't with us then, no, but, but Lori would go on and on. That, that Katie showed was, us everything. She was a zombie. She, oh, was a, she, she had dead eyes. over eyes. Blinking looked... help every time she was seen with Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. And then the deliberate PR strategy of saying nothing, while all the explosive details about how her father burned her phones, everything to get her out yep. of that marriage, and how Tom and... Scientology was blindsided. And then the very next day after that, she and Sir, I mean, just she was telling us everything. everything. Kind of like the Nicole Kidman when she's leaving her lawyer's office and she jumps in the air and clicks her heels uh-huh. together and has her hands yeah. up after the divorce. So you can't say anything, but you can say a lot with pictures. Yeah, you can. And with follows, apparently. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, here is another one for you. I'm curious. Uh, how you feel about Naomi Naomi Campbell posing completely nude in the New York City subway system uh, in unpublished photos where she's naked modeling Valentino bags. Are these going to be published? Uh, yes, she posted them. On- I feel like it's very um, tone deaf <laughs> to be naked in a COVID hotbed, uh-huh. you know, to be naked in the subway where there were so many germs. And then now we've got your naked butt sitting on the seat. Oh, put I, down a towel. No, honey. I'm serious. I feel like this is the most tone deaf photo yeah. um, op for Valentino bags. It, it, it bothers me. It was from the Valentino 2019 oh. accessories campaign. They never published these photos. Why is she putting it out right now? Well, because she's thirsty. Yeah, I, maybe people don't want to ask her about her associations with one Ghislaine Maxwell. That's true. Thank you. Epstein. Okay, thank you, Holly, for Mm -hmm. doing the deep cut in that one. No, but because it just feels... Because when they looked at these photos, even, it is... Tone deaf right now. Well, even last September, there's a reason why these photos weren't selected. They're not good. It, I think it's because there's nothing sexy about being naked in the in New York subway. City subway system. And sitting on a seat. Yes. Naked with a little clutch in front of your and the bare block. feet on the floor. It's yes. so gross to me. <laughs> and it's so funny because Naomi Campbell is way before COVID. She's my, she wears masks and has She's been suits. a germaphobic. I'm surprised been. they got her to agree to this photo shoot. Maybe you know? they just photoshopped her on top of it. It just feels dumb. No, it isn't. Okay, Courtney Stodden. Uh, is uh, she claims that she and Brian Austin Green uh, were having fun together, and uh, and then she just said I had to block him after several women who he was playing forward he was playing with came forward to me. He wanted me to be his little secret. 
he's nothing but a womanizer. Well, he, he was playing the field. First base, I got a gal. Second base, I got third base. He's playing the field. This is always something when you are going, if you get involved with a guy who's just recently separated. Or a woman. Or a maybe. woman, but recently yeah. separated from a long time something. They're not going to be serious about no. you. They might tell you that. You might be dumb enough to believe it. So or she they felt might be used. Ser- she felt Basically, used. the Hollywood speakers, and well, she's telling us about it. Well, she is because he stopped last week. We couldn't figure out why he was so thirsty. He stopped and talked to TMZ and said that he thought she was super nice, but it was disappointing that she released a video of the two of them in the hot tub. It was very school marmish, weird on his part. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why is he? And so she's just... Getting back at him now. Okay, fine. But I don't care. Yeah, okay. How about that? How about that? All right, very good. <laughs> I'm going to Hollywood speak. Okay. FedEx, IDK. FedEx reportedly gives the Washington Redskins, that name has got to change, an ultimatum, change the name or the stadium, the stadium signage will be removed. Yeah, I bet That's it's... been the FedEx field for 20 years. Yep. That Well, that's pretty... You know, they're going to have to change the name. Just do it. Just do the it. People have been... Be the Washington Warriors. Have the same color as the Washington Red Tails. There are so many other yeah, name possibilities. Are. There are. there, But again, if I If you think- substitute Redskins for any other uh, racial slur about a person uh, of right. color, or Asian, exactly. anything like that, is such a terrible name. I can't believe it is 2020, and they still haven't changed... The damn name. It, well, they're putting their money where their mouth is. They said, we're going to take our money away. Well, and I think has and everybody already dropped, like Target and everybody is selling People are not all selling stuff. the stuff. And yeah, it's yeah. just one more thing. Well, they signed a stadium rights deal um, in 1999 and uh, that worth $205 million. And if FedEx does remove its signage, it'll be six years before the deal is set to expire. So they just don't care. Wow. Yeah, that's really... Well, you don't want to be associated with it anymore, people. Yeah. People are waking up. And and money... Talks. It gets And especially right now when there's no sports happening, and then someone's going to threaten to take their money away. Yeah. You should see that... Oh, my gosh. The money ESPN is losing from not having football and games and baseball. I mean, it's a ton of do-re-mi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're wasting time on this whole pandemic. We're falling so far behind because we we don't have any leadership, and it needs to be coming from the federal government, and it's not. And we are all totally screwed. I don't know if people really quite profoundly realize. I think it, they do. I but think if we do. wait until January, it's going to be too late. There's going to be like two hundred thousand people dead. We're not going to be welcome anywhere. It doesn't need to be this crazy. We had a pandemic playbook. Lori for president. Oh, mm-hmm. damn it. No, I, it I really... think a lot of people on both sides, everybody, no, there everywhere. is no both there sides on no the side. pandemic. This is a health crisis. crisis. And we don't have any we don't leadership. Have a we don't have any leadership. Okay, moving on. So that was your Hollywood speak. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that it's very upsetting. I know. And we can just keep going along. But it's just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Who's on first? Yeah. Who is on first, Julia? Okay. Not who. Not the organization. Okay, here's okay. one. Um, Days of Our Lives. Here's a headline. Days of Our Lives, which is the only f- first-run soap that's happening, because I guess the producer of that show is so cheap, he forces six months shooting out. 
It was number one in the ratings for the first time since Richard Nixon was in office. Because they're the only ones doing with new fresh, shows. With fresh wow. show. The last time they were number one was in 1973 when wow. there were 16 soaps on the air. 16. And um, anyway, they had uh, like almost 2 million people in ratings. They were the number one daytime show. Cheers. They're picking up like 20,000 people every week because all the other soaps are behind. Well, there's not that many, but whatever. Wow. Anyway, there. Just to bring it all the way back around. All right. We are coming up next with it's our musical happy hour. Cheers. Cheers. Stay with us. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.